All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's after five o'clock. Welcome back. The Gregor Show on Sports 1440. Oilers Nation uh, YouTube. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Downloading the show. I know many of you listen to the podcast later. We appreciate it. Uh, any point uh, you take time to have uh, the show part of your day, we very much appreciate it. It's always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. It's a winning ground uh, a day for the next 12th for life, but it's the next 20 years, which it turns out to be $7.2 bucks. Get your tickets for that at PlayAlberta.ca. Awesome. Uh, month of giving continues on. We've had an unbelievable month, so uh, we look to keep it uh, rolling. And uh, currently we are at $2,000 for our uh, dinner with Steel, Schmied, Schlemko, and Carius. It's at Shop, and it's your choice. You can, it's in the private room, and it's going to be either in the Ellerslie or the, the downtown location. And uh, it includes a five-course meal. It has uh, all the wine, uh, all your cocktails, and uh, it's going to be amazing. The uh, Schmieder's just loving it because he can probably, you know what? Uh, uh, unlike his uh, PG version, there'll be a few swears. He loves to swear, so there'll be a few of them. Uh, to, he's got some unreal stories from his time in, uh, in as he likes to call it, the check. All right, uh, Schlemko in the NHL for uh, for a decade. He's got a lot of good stories there. Carius, he's like, I'll tell you about Carius. He's actually quite funny. Pretty good storyteller. 
and uh, they'll feed off each other because the chirps will go. And then Eddie Steele, also a Grey Cup champ, uh, you know, uh, never uh, never afraid to share his opinions and stories. So uh, I'd recommend uh, getting in on that one, helping out Santa's Anonymous. So uh, Nick has that right now at 2,000. And uh, Matt has it at 1,900. we got a half an hour because we're going to end up uh, package number two at the bottom of the hour. So you can go to the game. It's a pair of club seats tonight, uh, row five. They're aisle seats, one and two, pretty good seats. And also, you get that tabletop and chairs. we got all the pictures out there. You've seen it online. Maybe you haven't. Uh, if you haven't, you want to bid on it, let Connor text him. He'll send you the photos. It's unreal. It's a uh, it's very unique package. It's from uh, LMB Designs, right? Uh, they're wine barrels. Uh, that And basically, the, the wine barrel lids become the seats for the bar stools and the bistro tabletop. And then they would burn it in, and it's got the order uh, logo. And then the tabletop has like a McDavid's name. And then, you know, his, his very... The one picture of him, there's always, you know, he's crossing over in motion... Like it's a perfect skating stride, and that's what it's on the tabletop. The picture looks amazing. So uh, that's currently at uh, nineteen hundred, pretty good bargain. So you got uh, about twenty minutes left to get in on that. Eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. So we get to the spec report now, brought to you by GS Construction, big in the community. They uh, support lots of initiatives, lots of charitable initiatives, lots of kids. It's a great company. Guess what? They're hiring. So if you want to go work where there's a really good culture, go to Indeed.com and look up GS Construction as uh, Mark Spector joins us. And uh, Spec, good article on uh, on Zach Hyman today. Uh, obviously, you know, tough time in the world for, you know, there's a lot of wars going on. There's, there's still too much hate, I think, uh, especially when it resolves around uh, either religion or uh, or. You know, uh, just, you know, obviously ethnicity at times is a big factor, but uh, I, I appreciate, you know, there's not a lot of guys who want to stand up and speak out about things. So I, I credit uh, Hyman being willing to do it and you uh, writing it. Well, thank you very much, Jason. It is, it's more courageous on his part, for sure. He is the guy who, you know, he's, he, first of all, as he said in the piece, he's a proud Jewish man and he, he thinks that this is the time a community sticks together and stands up for itself. But he's now the guy that travels the league, and and there will be reporters at his dressing room stall in in the next bunch of cities, uh, looking for some version of that story. And and you know I've seen it before. It's one thing to come out and say it once; it's another thing to have to say it all the time. And maybe some guys want to, some guys don't. But he's that's a little just bit of a burden that comes with doing a story like this that that he's willing to take on because he believes in what he's doing and what he's saying. Yeah. So uh, the Edmonton Oilers, uh, hey, they're believing in a lot of things right now uh, in their team, in their defensive system, their offense, uh, uh, special teams. There's nothing to complain about, right? Like it's, it sounds like a broken record, but, uh, you know, it was interesting. Uh, Matthias Ekholm uh, breaking down, you know, the difference he feels in their team right now is just specifically how the reason they're helping out uh, their offense so much or their defense is because they simply aren't defending very often anymore. They get the puck. They're making plays. They're not just dumping it out, Right. And, and they're better, I found it was interesting to talk about, they're much better at when the team, the opposing team has the puck in their offensive zone, they're not getting stuck defending long. They've gotten better at giving the puck back. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, let, let's go to the very first analytic that came out was Corsi, and it was basically, you know, the, the premise was having the puck. If you're if you're getting lots of shots, it means you got the puck. And the team that has the puck most is going to be the team that succeeds the most. And, and you know, they, they tried to track it. We've gone a million miles since then. I get all that. But the point he's making today is 
we got the puck a lot more. You know, we're not – they used to have a little bit of a passive defense in their own zone, and they kind of let everybody roll around the outside on them and thought, that's okay, we'll stop them from coming on the inside. But by the meantime, you eat up 30 seconds of a shift watching the other team roll around with a puck. So you're right. I certainly notice uh, a team that's getting the puck back quicker. And in doing so, the next step is make a proper exit, right? Have it make a good couple of good passes, execute a proper zone exit. Now you're the team with a puck. And it's not a one-step process, you know, and you need and you never know who's going to have the puck in their stick for the for the most important outlet pass. But the point is whoever's getting that puck's making a good one. We're seeing guys like DeHarnay that used to be a bit of a weak link on that. He's not right now. He's doing great. Cody Cece's moving the puck just fine, and that's not his calling card. So you know what? They're, the the uh, the forwards aren't flying the zone, Jason, right? They're mm-hmm. hanging around so that it can be a 10-foot pass, not a 25-foot pass over two sticks. So all of those things mean the orders have the puck more, and they're having more fun with it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty obvious. You know, they got lots of guys scoring for sure. Now they're going up against uh, uh, Nikita Kucherov tonight. And yeah. he's the one guy, like Tampa's offense has really slowed down here uh, ever since they faced the Orders. Uh, they beat the Orders. They're 5, 6, and 1 since. But they're only averaging 2.75 goals for. They mean outscored 41-33 in that time. They're giving up way more, almost a full goal a game more uh, in that span. And uh, outside of Kucherov, there's not a lot of guys going. Like Braden Point has six goals, but he only has nine points. Um, you know, and he's more... More than a point a game player, and so yeah. I look at Edmonton like they're this is another game where without Victor Hedman, you come in and Edmonton, based on recent play and everything else, this is another game where they're the kind of a clear favorite. Yeah, they're they've they're going really well, and the other team's missing. You know, they're I I guess you can't I don't know can you would you call Hedman their best player? I might call him their most important player. You know, I don't know. They got Vasilevsky; he's really important. Yeah, their they goal is pretty off. good. He yeah. might be their best player. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. yeah, they got a lot. We talk all, they got a lot of good guys. So we can talk all day. But when you're missing a guy like Hedman, that's a clear notch, right, for the Oilers side of things. And uh, and Edmonton's rolling. They're playing well. They found their game. You know, every NHL season, Jay, we've all there's a reason why the Oilers' longest winning streak in the history of their game of their team is, is nine games. You'd think it would be longer, but really, that's what you get is you get a good 10-game run, and then for whatever reason, it deteriorates somehow. And we've watched this, you know, it's a little, it's like a radio wave. It goes up, it goes down all season. And the team that wins at the end has less downs and ups, but they've been going good for a long time here. And I must admit, the number, Jay, uh, eight wins in a row tells me, you know, the end of their good streak has got to be soon. But when I watch them play, I don't see the signs of this streak ending in their play. I don't see anything deteriorating. Do you? Well, that's what's exciting about it. I think if you're an Oilers fan, is that that they haven't. Lots of times, you know, you'll win a game where you know maybe your power play scores three goals and you're making bad defensive plays and your goalie stands in his head. Well, none of that has happened. Like you know, Bedard had one really good chance. It was a great shot. He scored. They didn't give up anything else the whole game. Now, Chicago's terrible. I understand that. But Minnesota's not terrible, and they didn't have a lot of chances. New Jersey's the fourth highest scoring team in the league, and they didn't have any chances. So you know, the, the promising thing is, and I, I really, like, the Oilers are playing spec, 
how they said they wanted to play, right? Like we saw them at the end of last year in the playoffs. They were gutted. They, we got to be better defensively all preseason. We got to be better defensively. And I don't know if they just got in their head or what happened, but they weren't, but now they're playing like, and they're, and they're, they're living up to everything they said that was important to them. See, that's, that's a really good point. Right. And I wrote how many times in those first 14 or 15 games that, you know, a team whose raison d'etre this year was to knock its goals against down, dot, 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 and the statistic of goals against was awful, right? They were mm-hmm. worst in the league. They were second worst in the league. They were allowing more goals than anybody. So, yes, that, you know, you remind me and us that that was what this season was about, less goals against. And that's what made, you know, the opening night you lose 8-1. <laughs> How, how's your plan going so far? right it wasn't so great so it it took them it took them a month and a bit but here we are and we see a team that can play this is the kind of hockey that wins all year round including april may and june right it's it's not i'm not saying they're perfect they were not in the playoffs yet but this defensive stalwarts you know staunch defensive hockey this wins in every month of the season not just in november and december yeah no that that's totally true uh looks like dry is going to play with fogel and yanmark and mcleod's going to be with kane and, and brown which is what they switched the last time and i understand that but you can't go very long with yanmark and fogel as dry wingers you just can't like kane and fogel i understand but you can't do yanmark and fogel long term like i don't no. even know if you can do it for more than two or three games to be honest yeah, I think I, I, you probably lose Leon Dreisaitl a little bit here if you do that because um, he needs a finisher, right? He's a he's one of the world-class passers in the game today, and he needs a finisher. Like, you like him with Kane. And you know what? I'm going to say, like, Leon's game, it's it's somewhere out there. He's, he hasn't given his – had his best game, frankly. He's scored – you know, he's finishing on the, on the power play again, but his passing game – for whatever reason, I don't think it's been as elite as we as we expect it to be, and we're used to it being. But right, but you're playing them with third line players. He's a first line player in the National Hockey League, and on this team, he gets the second line because he's playing with McDavid. Don't put him on the third line here for very long, because I would think that that player is going to kind of think like, "Come on, like, you know." <laughs> it's not. Yes, no, I, I just I don't agree. see how you do it for very long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with what you're saying. So that's why, to me, you know what? I, it, you know, it's a little bit of a shock. Whatever the uh, the Brown Kane dry settle line didn't work, right? Um, you know, maybe because right now Connor Brown uh, has virtually no offensive instincts. Like, you know, yeah. he's he's had a few chances, sure, but you know, he, I, I Not still, I still think like I need to see more from him. I don't, I don't see him ba- around the net as much as he needs to be. He's not a shooter. He's like Kane's the shooter. He's a guy that I need to see him grind a little bit more. He's now he's not as people say he's got to play like Hyman. The problem is he's not as big as Hyman, and that's and that's that's the difference. Yeah, but he, that that doesn't mean you can't. You know, the hockey's yeah. history is littered with smaller guys who got the job done in front of the net. Dino Cicerelli wasn't very big either, right? Yeah, one of the best net front guys in the history of the game. So, you know, I agree with you. And, and he did get that disallowed goal, which was the kind of goal we're talking about. He was slamming around in there and poked the puck home. You know, the, the, that's where we were told, and that's where what we've seen with this guy. His, his goals come from close, 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 not far out. He should, right? He should complement a, a line that has a guy like Kane that shoots from distance and a guy like Drysaddle that does both, both passes and scores from wherever he wants. So, you know, in theory, 
that should work and work yet, man. And, and, you know, unfortunately for dry sidle, that top line is just rolling along so well that. Yeah. You're that, not going to switch them. You just can't ask, right? You no. just can't ask to switch that top line. It's just going too well. It, they'll switch it eventually. As soon as it looks like they can, the, there's a, a crack in the door. I guarantee you Knobloch will give one of those guys to dry sidle. That door is slammed shut right now. Spec, as always, we appreciate it. Uh, we will see you at the arena tonight. Looking forward to a good hockey game. Tampa's always fun, man. They got a bunch of good players. We only get to see them once a year. Uh, it's always it's 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 a good night going to see guys like Kucherov and Stamkos, oh, right? Braden Bush Point. Yeah, no. Yeah, going to be fun, man. No, I'll sh- see you there. Should be good. All right, that's uh, Mark Spector and the Spec Report brought to you by GS Construction. Quick break. We'll come back. Uh, we're going to wrap up our item number, our auction item number two, because we end that at five thirty because it includes some tickets to the game tonight. So you want the tickets? The tabletop currently, Matt has it at nineteen hundred eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. It's all for the kids at Santa's Anonymous. 525. How are you, Gregor? Connor Halley. A lovely Thursday afternoon. It's game day. Order is taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Gregor Show was always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Uh, no lineup changes for the orders. Uh, Tampa, unfortunately, will not have Victor Hedman for a second consecutive game. So that's good news for the orders. Uh, bad news for the Tampa Bay Lightning as we go uh, in the room. Brought to you by NextGen Transportation. Heavy haul transport provider. 100% locally owned and operated. And a big believer in giving back to the community. They support numerous Youth sports teams and lots of charities, nextgentransportation.com. And to uh, get the uh, the rundown, the inside scoop on the Lightning from uh, 102.5 The Bone, Dave Mishkin, uh, the voice of the Lightning, joins us. And I guess, Dave, uh, we can start out. What happened to Hedman? And, um, obviously, he's not playing tonight, so uh, it's, a, it's a big hole on their back end. But uh, what, what's the injury? Do you know? Unclear, Jason. He's day-to-day with an upper body injury. I didn't notice anything in the game last Saturday. That was the game in which he was hurt. The Lightning were at Seattle, and it happened in the second period. He didn't come out for the third or in overtime, and and he missed the game against Vancouver on Tuesday. So the good news is that it's day-to-day, and he he was out on the ice today for what was a fairly light optional skate, but he will not be able to play tonight. And we'll see if he's able to play when the Lightning wrap up the road trip on Saturday in Calgary. That sounded like it was more of a coin toss, though, according to John Cooper this morning. Looking at uh, the Lightning, uh, since they faced the orders, uh, they played 12 games or 5-6-1, and one, and, you know, Kucherov's playing unreal offensively, and the other guy, like, they're not bad, but, but you know, by their standards, some guys probably, they, they need a little bit more production up and down their lineup past Kucherov and point right now. Well, look, I think, I think there are a couple of different ways that people who cover the Lightning are looking at this. So they leaned heavily on their power play at the start of the year, and that helped them generate enough offense in the games in which they won, frankly. And there was a concern, well, maybe they need more five-on-five scoring and more five-on-five scoring depth. But honestly, if you look at their goals for – like, they're doing okay. I think that – so their road record is, is way worse than their home record. And what has happened on the road? They've had a bunch of road games recently in which they've only scored one goal. Why? Well, they've gotten goalied in a lot of games recently, honestly. Like, calling every minute of every game, I'm seeing they're generating chances. They're doing everything they need to do to, to score a goal. And whether it's Georgiev in Colorado or Connor Ingram in Arizona – or UC Soros in Nashville, 
Grubauer in Seattle, he was fantastic. I mean, the Lightning had a 2 nothing lead in the first period in that game. It could have been 6 7 nothing. So that has been fairly consistent during this stretch when the goal production has gone down a little bit. But if you were to ask me, like, why are the Lightning where they are in the standings? It's at the other end of the ice. They are allowing too many goals. And while the offense has been a little bit more inconsistent recently, it has not been inconsistent all year. The, the goals against problem has consistently been a problem all year. I mean, they've played 30 games, Jason, and only six have they held the other team to two or less. And I know scoring is up across the board. It's been league-wide the last couple of years. But John Cooper has, has said this as long as he's been the head coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I, I still believe it holds some truth, which is, if you hold the other team to two or less, you're giving yourself an excellent chance to get points. Once the other team gets to three, you're playing with fire, and you have to outscore your problems. And so I think kind of the, the big picture, and there may be some similarities here with Edmonton, and why Edmonton has won eight in a row, if the Lightning are going to make a move, they need to get their goals against number down. And that's not just one area. <laughs> Try and reduce the costly turnovers, better D-zone coverage, fewer chances off the rush. The penalty kill, which had been really good at the start of the year, has begun leaking oil a little bit. They need to tighten that up. So it's not just one thing, but that probably has been the biggest nut that they still need to crack that they have not yet cracked. And I look at Edmonton, so when the Lightning played the Oilers in Tampa, you know both teams were struggling defensively, and... In this eight-game winning streak for Edmonton, yeah, they're scoring like crazy, but how many goals have they allowed? 13 goals in eight games. If you go on a stretch where you're allowing 13 goals in eight games, you're going to win a lot of games, right? So, again, you know the Oilers way better than I do, but just looking at it from the outside, what have they done better? Well, they're defending, right? That's what the Lightning need to do. And, and then some of these questions about scoring, I think, will, will, will dissipate. I think that they're going to rebound – with, with their offensive production. I think their power play, which is which has been very good this year, it's been a little bit of a skid on this road trip. That's cyclical. That's going to come around. The bottom line is they need to keep the puck out of their net more than they've done it. Why is that? Because it, it got now obviously you got Vasilevsky, one of the best goalies in the NHL, no question. Um, you know you got Hedman, you got Sergachev, you got certain like they got pretty good defense core. What what's been lacking in their team defense overall? So Vasilevsky came back in game 21, and he's 4-4. Four and four. So he played, they, from game 21 to 30, Vasilevsky played 8, Johansson played 2. They went 4-6. and six. So let's keep in mind, Vasilevsky missed about six and a half months. I mean, his last game before he returned was at the end of April in game six of the playoffs against Toronto. So I think that, I think he is, I think he showed well, honestly, but is he exactly where he might be after another 10 to 15 games? We'll see. And, and like you mentioned, the defense. Like, defending as a team is not only the defenseman. But they've been, they've been part of it, too. I mean, I look at that game they had against Vancouver, which was a 1-1 game going into the second period. And the Lightning probably carried play more than the Canucks in the first period. But it was a 1-1 after 1. So we get into the second period, and the Canucks – push and press and they start dictating play more than the lightning mm -hmm. so they scored two goals both from besser on the first 
It did look like the linesman missed an icing, but it was missed, so <laughs> you live with that, right? Yeah. Sergachev goes back to get the puck, and it's not like I think he knew that the icing wasn't going to be called. So he goes back to get it, and he rims it around the boards. There's nobody there for the Lightning. Comes right to Hironik at the point. He throws it to the net, and the Canucks have three guys around the crease. So there's a the Hironik shot gets tipped. That's one attempt. Miller gets the rebound, second shot, save Vasilevsky. Messer's there for the third attempt in the net. So is it one? Was it coverage? Yeah. Was it a, a rim that shouldn't have been rimmed? Yeah. <laughs> like all of that. And then on the third goal, the Lightning have the puck in their own zone. And, you know, the winger is, is feeling some pressure down the wall. He tries to bump it by the net. He gives it right to Kuzmenko. So, like, that's a turnover, but it's not the end of the world. Kuzmenko moves it around, comes to Hughes. He goes behind the net. Okay, Quinn Hughes is maybe the most or one of the most dangerous offensive defensemen in the NHL. You can't just let him roam free. The Lightning had five guys below the tops of the circle, all looking at Quinn Hughes. Besser gets lost in the high slot, gets the puck, shoots it in. So it's never just one thing, right? Like, it's, it's a laundry list of things. Usually when a goal happens, yeah, sometimes it's one guy messes up and, you know, you get a breakaway as a result or something like that. But often it's, it's a combination of things. And, and I, I believe confidence is a big part of it. Like, when you, when you defend at a high level and get rewarded, that helps you puff your chest out just as much as a goal scorer seeing a puck go in, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and the Lightning haven't had enough good results defensively. I mean, they have to own a lot of it, right? But I think, I think they've lost some of their swagger about, like, making the right play decisively in, in all three zones, not only the defensive zone. Like, you can have a defensive problem in the offensive zone if, if you're turning the puck over and – in, in a bad spot on the ice, you know what I'm saying? So, look, I'm, I'm no expert on this. I'm just yeah. telling you what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. I don't have the answer. I'm just saying that they need to get that number down. But they've done it. I mean, it's not like every game they've, they've been giving up three or more. Like, before this, before this road trip started, they played Dallas and Pittsburgh at home. They allowed a total of one goal. So, I mean, they've shown that they can do it. They just have not done it consistently. Is uh, Connor Sheary going to play tonight? Uh, signs point to yes. I guess we'll find out when they come out for warm-ups, but it was an optional skate this morning. I don't believe he was out there. So, and, he, and he skated in a regular practice jersey yesterday. So oh, okay. I would say yes. So you think he'll be. And so when I look at the line combinations, um, uh, who, who's, playing, who's played the most this year with Point and Kucherov? Yeah, that's been a little bit of a revolving door. And John Cooper is not one to sit around and, and let a line work through maybe a dud of a period or a dud of a game, he will mix it up. So everyone plays with, with everyone, and that's been true going back really from the time that he, he became the head coach to Lightning. So it's not like that's just this year. Probably Hagel has been the guy who's been there the most, and he played a lot with them last year, but he has not been the only guy. Stamco saw some time with them just recently, but – Last game, they moved Barry Belay onto that line, and, and Barry Belay did play with Point and Kucherov earlier this year. I think he's going to start there tonight. Okay. Um, if you look at John Cooper in a matchup, would it be the Sorelli line that he would want out against McDavid the most, or Point, or Paul? Who do you think? Well, he would want the Sorelli line, but he doesn't have last chance. Yeah. So I don't know how successful he's going to be at getting that matchup. But, yeah, Sorelli... 
Sorelli is the guy, whoever is playing with Sorelli is going to be the guy that they want against the opposition's most dangerous offensive player. But there's where, and you guys know this well, the Oilers, the Oilers pose many problems for the opposition, not the least of which is, okay, maybe you can have one guy match against McDavid, and maybe that is going to work out for you, maybe not. I mean, the guy has 25 points in the yeah. last 10 games. <laughs> but then you got Dreisaitl coming over the boards on another line. So I think it takes a collective, a collective effort to to try and I mean look it's it's what people say about the lightning you want them to play in their zone without the puck way easier said than done yeah but that's not just Sorelli and his line mates uh, that's going to be everybody who comes over the boards and I would point out and I think we saw this in the game in Tampa which you know Knobloch was very alert to this when the Oilers didn't have last change floppy icings oh yeah open the door yep I mean, you might not have the guys you necessarily want out there against McDavid, and if, and I'm not talking about a forced icing where they, you know, you've had a, those aren't great either. If you had like a 40 second shift yeah. stuck in your own zone and you commit an icing, but the ones that are really avoidable, those seem to come back and and hurt you a lot, right? When the icing is avoidable, but you ice it, and now you got the face off and McDavid's coming over the boards in a matchup that is more advantageous for Edmonton. Yeah. Well, yeah, Edmonton's, it's funny you say that because the one thing they've really, I'm not even sure they iced the puck once last game. Like they, their control of the puck defensively in their own zone has been infinitely better here during this eight game winning streak. And uh, they always say the best offense is a good defense. And so our best defense yeah. is a good offense, either one. So it's kind of working uh, side by side. Dave, great stuff, man. We appreciate it. We'll see you at the rink. Enjoy the game. All right, anytime. Thanks. There you go. That's uh, Dave Michigan, uh, voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Congratulations, Gary. He was our winner. $2,000. Nope. Yeah, yeah. It is $2,000 uh, raised there. And uh, Gary actually just gave me a call uh, with CAD Alta drafting and design. He, he can't make it to the game, so he'd like to pay it forward and uh, send somebody else. Really? Yeah. So I, I don't know, Gregor, if you want to do a quick auction or if we want to just give them away. Whatever you want to do. Oh, but uh, Well, this is sure like Gary decides his tickets. <laughs> well, he said just give them away. He said pay oh, it forward. Well, there you go. Then uh, we'll pay it forward. It's Gary's tickets. I can't tell him what to do. <laughs> so he bid it fair and square. So there you go. Somebody. How will we do it? Hmm. Let me think. Let me think. We will. Um, how about... You send Connor an email, Connor at sports1440.ca, Connor, that's with two O's and two N's, Connor at sports1440.ca, got to send him an email because then he'll have your email, he can send you the tickets directly, and uh, with just something positive, and he'll pick anybody with a positive message for Connor Halley, Connor at sports1440.ca. And uh, he'll pick a random winner. Just say something positive. And you could be going to the great seats, by the way. Row five. Club seats. Seats one and two. It's awesome. Take a quick break. We'll return to the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 5.44. So we get set to wrap it up on a Thursday afternoon. Jason Gregor, Connor Halley with you. Declan Kruger's always uh, running things. On uh, Orders Nation YouTube. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The Gregor Show is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. And uh, Rich is up to 2100 on our uh, package. So Rich and J-Dog and Carla, uh, in a few minutes, Connor's going to call you. Always answer your phone because that's the easiest way for the con mans to, uh, to get people and uh, get your bids in so everybody's in. Or you can just uh, keep texting, fine. But uh, usually when we get to the final few minutes, we always like to give everybody the last final opportunity to get in on the package, which is great. Uh, now let's get to uh, Action Electrical inside the uh, Oilers uh, room. We're going to hear from uh, Coach Chris Knobloch uh, in a second. Action Electrical, right now if you want to save. I know you're, everybody's looking for savings, of course. Solar is a great way to save on your power bill. You can install it, whether it's commercial or residential. There's grants, up to $5,600 free grant. Go to actionelectrical.net and uh, you can learn how to start saving. Get some uh, on your home. It's fantastic. Now, the uh, Edmonton orders, not a lot of things negative right now around the orders. They're pretty excited about how they've played uh, defensively. And now there's always a new kind of idea that comes out uh, today. Uh, Ekholm felt the one big area he's seen improvement was that the fact that um, they're not spending as much time in their own zone. They're getting better at limiting the other, like if the other team has it in their zone, 15, 20 seconds, he feels Edmonton has done a better job of getting the puck back. Right? Obviously, he kind of reiterated what Coffee had to say about as a group. You know, it's all about uh, hockey sense. We have skilled forwards, so you got to get the puck up and uh, get it on their tape. That's uh, being key. Uh, the one thing he also talked about was being Evan Bouchard's partner what has he seen the difference lately? He's on a 12-game uh, point streak. Of course, though, the longest point streak in the National Hockey League so far this season. Uh, here's what he had to say. The one thing I've seen change from the first 10 or 12 games to where he is at now is starts in the D zone. It starts with his breakouts. He's very accurate. He hits usually the forwards tape or my tape every time. Makes us go the other way. And then at the offensive blue line, he is making his plays. 
He doesn't turn it over and create odd man rushes the other way, which is what we saw a little bit earlier in the season. Because I've seen him do it last year, and now he's doing it again. His offensive instincts are uh, that very – he has offensive instincts that very few players have. But it was interesting, you know, him saying, hey, Bouchard – Bouchard's offense, no one's ever questioned it, right? But it's his decision-making now that is now gone to a different level where – because think about it. When was the last time, honestly, that you can think of like a, a very memorable turnover from one of the order's defensemen? Because early in the season, I could think of four off the top of my – just like instant – can you think of one in the last three weeks? I think that's been the big change is that uh, they are not just suddenly, you know, creating turnovers. They're not giving the puck away. So that to me is the benefit. Now, the other benefit for the order is no Victor Hedman. Yeah, you heard it earlier. Got hurt in Seattle in the second period. Didn't return for the third. Didn't play in Vancouver two nights ago. Not playing tonight against uh, the Edmonton Orders. Maybe for Flames fans uh, uh, for Saturday. So without Victor Hedman, that means uh, Sergachev and Cernak are likely going to be the guys logging the most minutes as a duo. You got Dahan with uh, Darren Radish and uh, Nicholas Perbix, who does play with Hedman normally, but now he's with Flurry. So two year, two younger guys together. And I'm telling you, know, watch. The lineup changes tonight. Anytime you can get that McDavid line in an offensive zone start against the Flurry Perbix pairing, they're going to do it. No question in my mind, he's going to do that. But now, Knobloch doesn't chase matchups. You don't have to chase them, but when there's one staring you right in the face, that's a that's a definite uh, benefit. That's what they're going to do. So, uh, you know, we'll see. So the con man, I see him is getting on the phone now. So uh, those of you, J Dog, Rich, Carla. Be ready to answer your phone, please. It uh, might come up as a private number. It's not a scam. It's not spam. But you can uh, answer your phone if you want to get in. Lots more text flying in, 833-401-1440. Hey, guys, do you know, could the Oilers or any NHL team defer payments like Otani? It's a good question. Um, well, first of all, like deferring payments, the player has to agree to it, Right? And I'd have to look if it's legal under the current CBA. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent to be honest. And like the biggest contract is Connor McDavid's at 13.5 mil. So you, if you defer the payments, it's like their salary cap structure is different, right? His cap hits his cap. hits. So I, I don't think it's going to matter whether you do it. Right. So, uh, We'll see, but um, I don't. I my gut says no. A the numbers aren't uh, high enough, right? Not going to do it. So, hey, Gregor, his cap hits twelve point five. Yeah, but I'm talking actual dollars, right? There was years of his contract where he was actually making fifteen mil in actual money. So I'm not talking cap hit, but. Um, yeah. So. Uh, We'll see. So, uh, I think uh, Cons, oof, sorry, I'm getting uh, sidetracked. Uh, I'm always kind of curious. Cons, uh, listen to him on the uh, phone as he uh, as he negotiates the bidding. It's always entertaining. It's nice. Cons, I think, uh, well, good luck, buddy. I can always tell he's he's feverishly typing and writing stuff out. So uh, Rich and Carla and uh, J-Dog are uh, in a three-way uh, bidding, bidding, 
Just want to clarify that. We're not, uh, hey, not there's anything wrong with that. You do your own thing, but we're talking about bidding uh, in this situation. Uh, Oilers, as mentioned, a victory tonight, Oiler fans. You could wake up tomorrow in a playoff spot. Now, let's be honest. Did anybody think on November 23rd, on American Thanksgiving, that the Oilers would be in a playoff spot by December 15th? No chance. I don't think any of us thought. I remember that Connor asked me the question. I was like, well, geez, you know what? Uh, let's say they go seven and three. You know, I thought to get to 500, it would have been taken after Christmas. Well, they're already above 500, so we were wrong there. Now they'd be in a playoff spot. Because you got to remember, they were 10 points back. They win tonight. They're in a playoff spot, and they have one game in hand on Arizona, the team that's in ninth. So it's been a massive quick turnaround for Edmonton, and obviously that's what happens if you win, uh, well, they've already won eight. You win nine. That's what's going to happen. And then I think it's just kind of a fun story to go for 10 because the last time they won nine in a row, which was the final nine games of the season last year, they weren't able to go for 10 in a row. The season ended. Couldn't break the record. So, you know, you're always looking for small little difference things to motivate uh, your team, right? Small little, hey, somebody talks about something, may, might give you 1% extra juice in a game, you never know. But uh, but that's what they look for. So um, so we'll, uh, we'll see where it's at. But um, it's always, uh, to me, it's always entertaining when you, you kind of see what they're you know, what their motivation is. I think tonight, hey, just you want to play different, but somebody mentions one little thing and it might be a motivating factor. I, I have no idea. Like some games, guys put things on the board like Matthias Janmark when he had his 500th game and his birthday. You know what? Uh, his teammates were joking. Oh, that's going on the board, <laughs> right? Because you just, you look for small little things to rally a team all the time. Does it always work? Of course not. Otherwise you'd win every game. But uh, I look at the orders. A, Tampa Bay beat them recently. In a game where Edmonton led 2-0, 3-2, and 4-3. And then gave up three goals in the last 10 minutes and 28 seconds to lose the game. So that's fresh in their mind. A little bit of a payback, shall we say. I think it's good. Hey, Greg's. remember you didn't want to take the bet for five wins in a row to end the bet on your hair. Well, no, I, I did bet Beach Goat. Connor gave me that right from the get-go. I was happy I took it, but I felt like it might have been a teaser. So thankfully, I was wrong. And I, and I did turn down because, I mean, a lot of people saying, Gregor, if they win 10, you can shave it. And you know what? That would feel like a cop-out to me. And trust me, I would like to. Because honestly, it's looking worse. Like, And today, true story. So I got in the shower today. I always shave my head in the shower. I actually put shaving cream on my head. And then all of a sudden, I was like, wait a sec. Right, once I felt my hand, I'm like, okay, that doesn't feel normal. And obviously, I remember that I can't shave my head. But it's habits are hard to break, man. And it's been a long time since I uh, um, shaved my head, five weeks. I've never done that in like 20 years. And every time I walk by, the uh, uh, Rich came in at, uh, what are we at? He came back at 2,600 cons or where are we at? Well, I just got off the phone with J-Dog up to 2,500. 2550. Now Rich is in at 26. 26. So. so, yeah, he'll call him back during the break. So, they're still going. We'll give it, we'll extend it a little bit. He's up to 26 because, hey, it's all for Santa's Anonymous. So, uh, he's at 26. But J Dog always gets the chance to uh, counter that. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Because, um, Con, we give him the opportunity to call back. So, uh, thanks everybody for the bids. Well, well, we'll announce exactly what it is tomorrow. Thanks for that. Let's get to the Con Man and a Sports 1440 update brought to you by. 
BIE Engineering specializes in all your residential, commercial, and industrial structural engineering needs. Go to BIEENG.com. Good night. This is a sports 1440 update. It's game day. The Oilers in action tonight, taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now gets going in just over an hour down at the Ice District for pregame coverage. Tune into Oilers Nation's YouTube channel with Aaron Bordado right now. First intermission, Leafs trail the Blue Jackets 2-0. Scores between the Capitals and the Flyers and the Hurricanes up on the wings. 1-0 still to come. Blues will host the Sens. The Wild host the Flames. Panthers in Vancouver and the Kraken take on the Blackhawks. Week 15 in the NFL kicks off as the Raiders host the Chargers down in Vegas. Kickoff in about 20 minutes. You can join me at the Manning Canadian Brewhouse for your chance to qualify for a trip for two to the Super Bowl in Vegas in the NBA Bulls up on the Heat 21-5 in the first quarter and the Cavaliers trail the Celtics 22-13 still to come Kings host the Thunder Warriors in LA to take on the Clippers and the Nuggets up against the Nets and in the dub one game tonight Swift Current in Red Deer taking on the Rebels that'll start at 7 That'll do it for us here on the Jason Gregory Show. We've got Fox Sports coming up at 9 p.m. Then at 7 a.m. it's Kevin Carius. I'm Connor Halley. This has been a Sports 1440 Update.